not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you this week. Betsy's in the house, and we have our good friend Kathy Lodansky in the house with us. So we were, here's how this all worked out. I, we all follow each other on social media, and Kathy was posting the most incredible things to do with your kids during the summer from, like we say, back in the day, right, Kathy? Yeah. And so here we are. <laughs> we were like, Betsy and I were talking best, like, we got to get her on the show. And I'm like, this would be so good. So let's get Kathy on the show. So welcome to the show, Kathy. We're glad. So excited. I was so excited to be asked. Well, you're an <laughs> avid Not All Heroes Wear Caves the Mom podcast listener. Yes. And we appreciate that so much about yes. you. We thank you that you're a listener of ours. It's so cool. Hey, Kathy, tell us a little bit about your Grand Peaks. I have four grandchildren, three boys and a girl. They are 12, 7, 4, and almost 2. Oh, wow. And the two eldest live with their mom. My daughter lives with us, and the other two live very close. And so you're you're a very active grandmother. Yes, I really am. It's really fun. That's really cool. Okay, so the other day when in our conversation, you were telling us about some sweet experiences that um, were so much of a treasure to you, but we want you to share those nuggets on here today. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you about Camp Mommy. This is a throwback. Like my daughters are in their 30s. So <laughs> this is way back in the day in the 90s. Come on, and, 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, my daughters are two and a half years apart. And they were in elementary school in the 90s. And my husband traveled all the time. So in the summer, we were together, just me and the girls, like, no relief. Yeah. And um, I'm a former teacher, so I'm really organized. And I had another uh, one of my very good friends who was also a former teacher that makes me look like a slouch. She is so (laughs) organized. (laughs) She would would have some plans. Her kids are a little older, plan things to do in the summer. So uh, I remember, I don't know, Camp Mommy came about, I think one time my kids, all their friends were going to camp and I wouldn't, I, I don't know if we had the money, they weren't going to camp. And they said, well, can we go to camp? I said, you are going to camp. You're going to Camp Mommy this summer <laughs> and we're going to be chores all the time. I was really just giving them a hard time and everything. But um, I really thought about that. So the, what, how I would start it is the last day of school they would come home and I'd have some little gifts for them. One would be like a little Bible that was appropriate to their age group or some kind of little devotional or Bible story book. 
there'd be something fun like markers and coloring books and then like some kind of sweet treat. So they always look forward to that. And I always had printed out this calendar for the summer that showed them like, this is the week we're on vacation and this is VBS and whatever the, whatever things were in place were on that calendar. So they kind of knew what was going on this summer. And then I don't remember all of it, but I think there were certain things that I wanted to do with them in the summer that we didn't have time to do in the school year. So like basically in the school year, if they made their bed and cleaned their room on Saturday, that was all the chores they had time to do. But like in the summer, I taught them how to clean the bathroom and change the sheets and all that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't want to like have school every day, but I did want them reading and keeping up with their math. So we had some uh, fun activities. Okay, so back in the 90s too, no iPads, <laughs> but we did have a TV and a VCR at every Disney movie there was. So I'm not saying my kids really had any less screen time than all, <laughs> all my grandkids do. We managed, and then we had one computer and that was in my bedroom for the whole family. So did things. I remember there was one program called Math Workshop where they, um, we had math stuff every day. And we had, uh, when I got old enough, I needed to learn how to keyboard. I have Mavis Beacon typing. Uh -huh. A lot of your listeners who are my girls age know what I'm talking about. And uh, we would have reading time. And, you know, like if there was a library day, we would do that. We'd have certain chores. But I asked my girls, because I, okay, when y'all were talking about summer, how to, you know, keep your kids busy in the summer, I'm thinking, I had that down. I was so awesome as a mom. Because I feel like I wasn't very awesome in a lot of ways, but I thought I did summer really well. <laughs> so after y'all asked me to be on this, like I asked my older daughter, I said, hey, Amy, what do you remember about Camp Mommy? She goes, well, I remember we had to do a lot of chores. <laughs> like, oh, that was fun. And then my younger daughter said she remembered the, but I must have had some reward system because she liked that. And she said, even as a kid, she, she didn't, you know, say, oh, mom, you're so awesome for making us do this. But she remembered appreciating a little structure in the summer where she would know kind of what was going on every yeah. day when she got up. Mm -hmm. And I need the structure. If I don't have structure, I get nothing done. Yeah. I remember my kids, if they didn't have some structure, they were fighting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they needed something to do. Yeah. Now, this sounds wonderful. Did we execute it perfectly? No. And frankly, by August, we were all over it. Just kept <laughs> school started. But it was some structure. They did keep up with a little bit of schoolwork. They did learn some practical life skills. So um, and it just really helped me to, I, I just, you know, this, uh, the first couple of days of summer, not doing anything is fun. But after that, it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, I remember being bored to death in the summer when yeah. I was a kid. I and just too. My mom worked full time. She couldn't be at home. And I was just miserable. <laughs> I, my mom worked full time too. Yeah. I remember one time I rearranged the spice cabinet by alphabetical order because <laughs> yeah. I was so bored. <laughs> yeah. And you but, know, Go ahead, Kathy. I mean, you're, you're right. I was, I was, my mom, both of my parents worked. And so we were home by ourselves in the summer and, you know, it's boring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about your grandkids and things that you see being successful that you're, cause I know you're doing stuff with them all the time. Cause right. I see it. 
Um, okay, so I'm not responsible for them like my, but I do fun things with them. Okay. Yeah. So Parker's almost 13. And I remember a couple summers ago, it was before he was going to sixth grade. I felt, so he was just coming out of fifth grade and he'd always gone to daycare when his mom worked. And I thought, and I felt like God's saying, you need to, you need to keep Parker this summer. And I'm like, what am I going to do with a 10 year old boy all summer? He's going to be so bored. But <laughs> as it turned out, I finally submitted to the Lord. He stayed home in our church because he's going to junior high, had all kinds of activities for him. So I basically drove him places Yeah, and taught him a few chores. That was the sweet, we, we, he and I still talk about it. That was the sweetest summer. Got my crop. I felt so like sweet. he just grew so much in his faith that I got to be a little bit of part of that. Yeah. So last summer, you know, it was a wash with COVID. My, um, his, his sister, Maddie, who's seven, she, now, she is a child that can enter, entertain herself. I mean, <laughs> all day. She doesn't need a lot of structure, but she loves art. Mm -hmm. And I found somebody recommend that these kits called Let's Make Art. And you can, they have a, I think it's letsmakeart.com and you buy the kit and it comes with four projects and all of the paints and brushes or whatever you're doing. And they have different kits uh, for different ages. And then they have a YouTube video where it teaches you, you know, it takes them step-by-step step on how to do that. So That's she, so cool. Yeah, that, that is was, cool. Yeah, so I, I buy her those like for birthday and Christmas and that those last a long time. And then she can, and of course, if you don't want to buy anything, uh, my daughter has found all of these YouTube videos for art that they yes. teach them, you know, they just, and Amy and Maddie do those together. Like they'll do mermaid kitties or whatever they're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she mermaid loves all kitties. that. That's and a visual. She, yeah, and I like doing activities like it's the two littles. I found this Instagram page and she has a blog called Days with Gray, Days with G-R-E-Y. And she's a former teacher and she has three little boys and she has these activities called breakfast invitations. Simple things, because her issue was they would get up, they start watching TV, the day would be gone, nobody was in a good mood. And she was going for it because she wanted to get up and have her coffee like we yeah. all do. So but she made some simple activities that she set up on the kitchen table the night before, like with butchered paper and different uh, things. And so when the boys get up, they go do that activity. She's sitting there with them drinking her coffee and they have conversations. So for, and because her little boys are three different ages, she shows you, here's what the three-year-old does. Oh, wow. Modify for the five. That's so, cool. um, one that I did just for fun with the two little boys, uh, Ben's almost two and Jeffrey's four, is we take the butcher paper down and I made three, uh, it was to teach small, medium, and large. So a big circle, a middle circle, and a little circle. And we have a million stickers here. So I, we would pick a sticker and, you know, put it in the small, medium, or large. So that was a real easy, fun thing to do. And, you know, Ben can't do that, but I gave him a paper and he colored on it, you know. So, but I love following her page and getting so many ideas. Because when I babysit, I like to do stuff. I like to have an activity to do with them. See, I love that, Kathy. I want to do that thing right now. I'm going to go find somebody's little kid and let me yeah. do that small, yeah. middle, large. I'm ready to jump on a plane and go to 
Pennsylvania. God got to follow her days with grace. So, and she has like outside, I mean, just all kinds of fun things that they can learn, but they really like it. Yeah. Yeah. My other friend that I, I know from a um, mastermind is Elise Stakely Parker, and she's like a mom coach. Really? She did um, a really good, uh, a couple of videos about, and I think this is so important, like, okay, so we're running around all school year and we're not getting anything done. So we're thinking, okay, here comes summer. I'm going to get some stuff done. But then your kids are home, so you get nothing done. <laughs> So she talks about, you You do need to have at least one project for you. You cannot be kid 24-7. You've got yes. to fill yourself up. So she talks about being realistic, like you're probably not going to write 100 blog posts in the summer. <laughs> but setting, but setting a, a realistic uh, time and setting aside the time to do the project you want. Of course, it's going to vary on the ages of your kids, you know, what you can do. Um, but uh, I just thought that was really important. And the other thing she talked about, this is when you, I, I would think elementary or older, is get having a family meeting and ask, and, and I'm total brainstorming, saying, what is important to you this summer? And you can say, you can say, I'm going to go to Disney every day. Well, that's not realistic. But wh while you're talking about it, everybody can say what they want. Yeah. And then you, okay, now we've got all this on the paper. What's realistic? Everybody gets to have one thing that's important to them and it's scheduled on the calendar. Yeah. Because her whole thing too Love is that. if you don't get something on the calendar, because you have all this free time, if you don't get it on the calendar, the next thing you know, school starting and you haven't done anything. So that's my favorite thing you say, I can't think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me they, too. The yeah. calendar, because like one of mine is always like, what are we going to do today? What are we going to, so like, I'm thinking she would find great comfort in, oh gosh, my phone is going off and I didn't turn the ringer off. <laughs> um, it's real life around here. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I do too. I do too. Having that on the calendar. Cause it may, it, once you write it down that you're going to do this and schedule it. Yeah. It's, it's in the books. It's like, okay, yeah. that's it. And I think it gets your kids excited about it because they see it's in the books. Like here's the everybody gets to do something they want to do and gets to feel important. Yeah. And like they have some ownership of the summer and mm -hmm. that, and then they understand mom gets to do something she wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, don't you think thinking out of the box is part of it too? So let's say your kid says, I want to go to Disney, but y'all don't have the funds to go to Disney this year. So why not have a Disney? and you do Disney activities right. and you That's dress right. up like your favorite character and you eat a Mickey Mouse popsicle. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. I think too, I was going to say, I was the mom who approached summer that I was ready for some downtime. Right. Mm -hmm. And all these things that we're talking about are take effort as a mom on my part. Right. So if I did not get enough sleep or I wasn't eating properly or I wasn't taking those steps and I was like too tired or too worn out to take the initiative, yeah. you know, to run the show, because really, ultimately, we're the COOs of our home, the chief operating officer, and we have to step into that place. Right. And mm -hmm. summer, you know, really brings it on <laughs> for me. Yeah. Cause you're the, you're the head counselor at Camp Mommy. 
Yes, it is exhausting. So that's mm-hmm. why it's okay if, you know, Wednesdays, you know, cleaning the bathroom day, but you don't feel like supervising that. It, you know, it's okay. But the thing about what what I set up with Camp Mommy, it was some structure. Yes. Right. That we could modify mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and like I, I remember hearing you say, Tina, too, like you, you would do stuff, like we, would, we had a neighborhood pool. So mm-hmm. we would go and there'd be other moms to talk to. But I mm-hmm. also needed stuff that I didn't even have to have my kids with me. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. Yes. There were, you know, nights where I would, you know, go out with my girlfriends and leave the kids at home with dad. Yeah. And he made it fun. That I mean, they actually looked forward to me leaving because, you know, Rodfather was like, we're going to do a movie and we're going to go buy all the junk food. And I mean, the kids actually got excited when I would leave and he loved that part. He loved it that he got to be Disney dad for a night, you know. I know when I would leave, they Tony and the girls would go, party, party. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what my kids would do. And like, yeah. It's a party, dad's in charge. <laughs> around here, it revolves around food when I'm gone. Where are we going to go eat? What I, well, Are we going to go get ice cream? What are we? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I want to encourage you moms out there. It's okay for dad to do it different. It's okay for them to have a night of junk food. It's okay for them to just watch a movie all night or whatever. It's okay to just let dad have that. And don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Go have a good time. Don't worry about the kids. Just go have a good time. And And if you need to take that time and not do one thing, if you just need to go sit in your car to park or something. Yeah. Just do what you need to do. (laughs) That's what I had friends that would go out and, and eat by themselves with a book. You know, yeah. that's not me. I'm purely extroverted. So <laughs> I need people, but thus the Zoom room. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, that kind of thing. But just being taking that initiative. And I think I love what you said, Kathy, about having a family meeting because that's what we used to do. It's like, okay, let's talk about what do you want to do this summer instead of me coming up with a million things. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to do that. Well, what do you want to do? Yeah. What's yeah. fun for you? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Kathy, I know I have been super blessed by receiving your email from the work that you're doing. So tell us a little bit about your website and what's coming up. I want to hear about. Well, okay. So I, since 2015, I had a blog called my side of 50, which was a lifestyle blog for midlife women. And we talked about, uh, fashion over 50 because that gets more complicated (laughs) uh, family things like adult children and aging parents uh, travel all uh, health all things that as you're getting close to 50 and beyond that we face and I did that for a few years I started I wrote in fields business which I love but I have felt a shift, God shifting me. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be reviving my My Side of 50 content. I'm, uh, I never hid my Christian faith, but My Side of 50 was not a Christian blog. Yeah. Just a lifestyle blog. I'm going, but I'm going to weave more of my faith into my content. And I'm going to be starting a podcast, Lord willing, in September, interviewing people about all the things we face um, as we age. Yeah. You know, we have adult children. How do you relate to them? Uh, What do you do if you're not really wild about your uh, child's spouse? (laughs) That happens. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do? Okay. So my great, my grandkids are all close. 
how do you be a grandparent if your kids are spread out all over the country or all over the world? Like you're, yeah. Um, I, I see now, um, so I went, we went through a period in my peer group where we, people were losing their parents. Now people are losing spouses and peers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Loss and things like that. So anyway, shifting my content, I'm just now getting started. Super excited. And I'm on Instagram at Kathy underscore Laudansky. And my blog is my side of 50.com. So um, I will yeah. put all of the things that you've shared with us in the show notes yeah, so yeah. that you guys can go look all that up. But you just shared an amazing post on how to travel with your family. For yeah. extended family. Yeah. yeah. If you're doing three it was generations. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was really good. So, yeah. So ladies, if you hear Kathy talking and some of you are like, oh my gosh, my mom would love this. Like send them, the, send your mom the link, tell her about the podcast that's coming up because I mean, it's blessing me and I'm, I'm snugging up to 50. I'm right at, right at 50. I'm there sister. It's really a blessing to me. And I'm thrilled about your podcast because I can't wait to listen to it. You're talking about the subjects you're going to be talking about. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm 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 here for it. Right. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. So we okay. love you, Kathy. Let me pray for you and for oh, the ladies who are listening. So God, we thank you for our friend, Kathy. She is such a blessing. We are so privileged to have been able to uh, meet her even on social media. Thank you, God, for that. And I thank you, Lord, that you are using people to do mighty work in the kingdom. And it looks all kinds of different ways. And I thank you that you are working through all the generations and bringing us all together as a body in Christ to encourage each other. I thank you that there are mamas today who are like, boy, I was just sitting here so frustrated because this summer feels so random and so boring and I don't really have a plan, but I don't know what to do. And I thank you that they've gotten an idea today that something that Kathy has said has been a huge encouragement, that it won't feel like a hard thing to do, but it'll really feel like something that brings some clarity and some encouragement in their home. And we bless Kathy's podcast. We ask you to send it to the ends of the earth Mm -hmm. to encourage women all over the world. And we thank you that um, for what you're doing through her and that it's only going to increase in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again